very warm welcome to all our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you will enjoy this podcast. Hi Vidhu, thank you so much for joining us on Blitz Business. It's good to have you. Pleasure being here, Ashish. Awesome. Let's get started. Uh, Vidhu, first, if you can tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll dive deep into about the company you run. So, Ashish, I'm from Ludhiana. I I lost you. Am I audible? Yeah, yeah, you're audible. Okay, sorry. Whenever I'm talking after that, it just goes on mute at the back end. Uh, yeah, but you're perfectly fine. Till, until the point there is this green dot coming on your screen, it means working well. Yeah. All right, all right. So, Ashish, I'm from Ludhiana. And uh, I did my initial schooling there, then went to a boarding school. Post that, uh, I went to Bangalore. I studied hotel management. Uh, fun course. As I completed my hotel management, the idea was to back the maximum compensation possible in the placements. And uh, this was a back-end call center job in Bombay. I belong to a business family. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was clear that I needed to go back to, to Ludhiana and, and start working with my father. So he gave me some time. He said, fine, you go to Dubai. Uh, you go to uh, Bombay. You, study, you work there. And, uh, and after working, you can, you can then take a call on what you want to do. So went to Bombay, worked there for a year and, uh, post working there, I had decided to go to Dubai and open a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and a group of friends, we decided that we'll go to Dubai and, and we'll open up an Indian restaurant. Okay. And, uh, I, in my holidays, I came back home and I told my parents that I'm planning to to go there and start something of my own and my dad uh, uh, showed me the newspaper and and uh, and the classifieds at that time had a lot of restaurant equipment available and he told me that some of the, the failure rate in the restaurant business is very very high now you are not you haven't yet completed your education so you should first uh, complete your education and after that Take the risks that you want so that if you want to be on your own, you are, uh, you are employable. So that's when uh, I decided to pursue my MBA. I got through Amity and I chose entrepreneurship and leadership. Uh, great course that they had. Uh, uh, as we came into college, uh, first few days, we were, uh, we were asked to make business plans with figures that we just couldn't imagine in those days. Uh, uh, we were told that, imagine you have a hundred crores, how would you invest it? So, so the first thought process that was, that was drilled into me there was that start thinking big, which made a lot of difference. Now, uh, as I was completing my MBA, uh, we had our placements. I landed a job on day zero. And, uh, and then, uh, there was, uh, there was nothing to do. I, I was going to college. I knew that I had a good job, but then, uh, this is not really something that I, I wanted to do in the long run. Now in college, I met Siddharth, my partner. So both of us were very, very, very close friends. And Siddharth is from ETA and belongs to a business family. They have Bajaj dealerships, uh, 
and uh, petrol pumps. So he too was in a similar situation where he was also clear that he has to go back home. And both of us did not want to go back home. We wanted to be working in an environment where we could sit with our staff, go out and and have an interactive workplace. Unlike a, a small and medium business setup uh, in, in manufacturing where primarily uh, the bosses are working out of the office and, and there's a lot of shop floor staff. So owing to that, we started searching for uh, fields that we could enter. And obviously we did not have capital. So uh, recruitment was one of those fields which uh, which we figured we could enter with a very minimal amount of capital and uh, and we could probably do well there. Siddharth from college had had landed a job with a with a banking and financial services company in in sales and uh, and they were hiring a lot of money at that time. Uh, sorry, they were hiring a lot of people at that time and they were showering money in terms of compensation. Uh, this was the year 2008. And uh, as uh, as we started prepping, uh, we hired our first two employees and our office was to open on the 15th of September 2008. That this was uh, the day Lehman Brothers declared bankruptcy. Yes. I'm, I, I don't know, Ashish, I'm, I'm probably going too fast. If that's uh, the case, no, no. then you stop me and tell me. No, uh, no, perfectly. It's very fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> so... So both of us uh, hired our, our uh, first two employees, which were extremely, extremely difficult to to get. We had uh, I had borrowed uh, two lakhs from my mother, and uh, Siddharth uh, used to love trading in stocks, and and he'd made some money, and he had two lakhs at his end. Uh, his parents had a building in Noida, which was uh, which was available, and. Uh, and we were given a grace period that fine, don't pay rent. You can use this space and start off on your own. So uh, 15th of September, Monday morning, we come in and we hear that Lehman Brothers has declared bankruptcy and suddenly no banking and financial services company wants to hire. Wow. Both of us had, had quit our jobs and we, and we were given a certain amount of time by our parents that fine, you do whatever, but ultimately you come back home. So, uh, so now we had no option but to innovate, to find our way through. So we started, uh, we started exploring fields and, uh, and we figured pharmaceuticals is one of those fields that doesn't go through a recession very often and is always on the rise. At the same time, education is something that people spend a lot of money on. So, so we started recruiting for uh, book publishing companies and pharmaceutical companies. And that's how we got through our first year. And when that's you, when the journey started for us. When you say recruiting for pharmaceutical education, so what what type of roles we were you started to begin? So, so we were uh, we were about 23 and a half, 24 years of age. Okay. And the first time I went in front of an HR head of a pharma company, he he asked me, Vidur, what can you do? What can you recruit?" I said, "I can recruit for any role that you want." And uh, and he said, fine. He, he said, I'm not giving you the role because uh, because you come from a background where where uh, where you've demonstrated capability. It's you are you are at such a young age. You've taken a big risk in life. 
I'll give you a role which is for pharmaceutical comp and bench senior manager. And I want a person from one of these research companies who has good experience in the pharma domain. And I will not pay you for it. We said, okay. We picked up that work and uh, and we managed finding our first resource within uh, within a span of, I think, about two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. We were able to deliver. Okay. And, uh, and and the HR head was uh, was impressed. And he said that, yes, you, have, you guys have the capability. This role has been stuck for a lot of time. And, uh, and by closing this, you've, you've proved that you can recruit. So that's where our journey in the pharmaceutical recruitment space started. And, uh, and Lupin was the first customer for us. This was Lupin and, uh, and there was Mr. Gaurav Mehta there. And uh, until date, I think Lupin is one of our, uh, our, our best customers. We've been working with them for now about 15 years. So, so the journey started and uh, at the same time, uh, because we were in Noida and there were a few good book publishing companies here, we, we started reaching out to them to hire salespeople. Hmm. Uh, we came across a company which had all their salespeople written on their, the numbers for all the salespeople written on their website. So it became a good hunting ground for us that we had some talent available easily. And, uh, and, and, and that's where the journey started. Now, now, publishing is not a very lucrative field for a recruitment agency. It's a very seasonal business. Uh, six months of the year, it's editorial. Six months of the year, it's uh, sales hiring. And attrition levels are very, very low. So we eventually, as, as the market picked up and other fields opened up, we gave up publishing. We hired a very senior person uh, in our second year who was working with manufacturing setups. Now, we were headquartered in Noida. And Noida has, uh, has a few good, large automotive and consumer durable manufacturing companies. We started working with them for their plant-based roles. Uh, picked those up, managed delivering, kept climbing our ladder, and uh, and our age actually helped us a lot. Uh, we came with with no baggage. We came with no no thought process that was that was aligned in a way that kam aise hi hota. And I we were open that, to new approaches. Yes. And I I can imagine with those and that time I don't think so. Like LinkedIn and all these were there hiring these platforms. Oh, well, they were there. LinkedIn was there, Nokri was there, Monster was there. Mm-hmm. These platforms we were using, they are effective platforms to be recruiting from. But but the larger skill and capability lies in converting people to join. to join. <laughs> so see in 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 today's day and age information is freely available Hmm. it's about your skill in terms of conversion how well do you do you talk to someone how well can you gauge their interest how can you how can you explain the role that your customer has in the best possible manner and help help them find value in it so so we were good at it we were good at our job we were good at finding we were good at referencing we could uh, we could find people through and through and through through other people. We made our inroads and became very, very effective, uh, a very, very effective recruitment agency. 
this is a very uh, common theme and maybe you're the right person to ask so uh, so many founders have come you know to this podcast and this is a question that quickly keep in the end and I ask them like sabse bada regret kya hai you know or things which you, you feel you know ki thoda aur sahi hota to life better hoti and as per our stats 10 mein se 9 log has said it hiring you know वो आदमी नहीं आया यू नो जिसको बोला वो कभी ज्वाइन ही नहीं किया और हायरिंग में हमने इतना डिले हो गया वी कुड स्केल एट दैट टाइम यार और बेटर टैलेंट सॉर्ट ऑफ हायर कर लेते यू नो एक कॉमन थिंग मतलब और हर किसी फाउंडर ने बोला है इन रिस्पेक्टिव ऑफ द फील्ड टिल नाउ दे आर सेम यू नो so what will you suggest to for such scenarios you know and people who are listening who are just starting we have lot of young entrepreneurs also so unke perspective se jo hiring ka to challenge hai abhi bhi you know that's why you know uh, companies like you are helping out and um, helping them grow. so what is that magic or what should a company do to avoid such scenarios hiring is uh, is an art ashish the art is about convincing people and and selling your idea to others a lot of people don't spend as much time on hiring as they should it's a very very critical component of any organization i always tell my team i always tell everyone in my in my organization and in my within my customers that a manager alone cannot do anything or a leader alone cannot do anything they are all built with a with a team and within those teams there are their pillars there's some guy who's good at one thing the other guy is good at another thing and and it's a complete package that ultimately comes out in the end and they deliver as a team uh, a lot of times founders are uh, are not open to to paying the right kind of money we have to understand that in india uh, people value job security a lot compared to a lot of western nations where where people pursue their dreams in a lot of cases and and are okay with a slightly lower compensation are okay taking risks in life uh, the funny thing is they don't have savings there and still they take the risks and in india we usually have savings and we are we are very very risk averse so uh, so most founders are not maybe not spending enough time on this uh, throwing the vision in the right way and and getting getting out there and talking to people and looking at the larger picture now a very very common mistake that that founders are making especially in the in the startup ecosystem is that if they are at at a sale of say 10 rupees today they are getting a person who's currently handling a sale of 5000 rupees when that person comes in he or she does just doesn't fit the scenario if someone's proven themselves in the past and grown to a certain level their profile has changed their way of working has changed so the, so the right approach is that if you are if you are currently clocking 10 rupees look at someone who's doing maybe a 30 40 rupees if you are currently clocking a 1000 rupees then you look at someone who's probably doing about 2000 so 10 to 100 is a very easy journey 
100 to 1000 is a little more difficult from 1000 to 10000 is going to be phenomenally difficult True. so so accordingly your hiring plan and your hiring strategy needs to change it's uh, wrong hires that cost a lot of money not hiring someone is okay wrong hire is a very very expensive uh, very very expensive thing for the company and and a number of startups they go they 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 have a tough time because they've hired the wrong people and and those people will just not be able to deliver in the circumstances or or the or the position that the startup is in so that's 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 that those are my two cents that i i kind of tell everyone or i would like to have everyone follow discuss it understand the scenario and then take a call don't be in a hurry sure and with what is the sort of uh, um, trends you have sort of seen in the market uh, compared to let's say 2008 or over the years you know what how, how is the trend looking in the market in any of the aspects if you can share something <laughs> So Ashish, uh, both me and Siddharth, na, we come from business backgrounds. So, we say that the person who eats the food is the same So, we started in the year 2008. Bad time for recruiting, but we got our... Uh, that helped us put our basics right. Sometimes I wonder that if, I, if we had started in, in 2007, maybe we would have had a very, very difficult time post-2008. Because we would have operated in a different manner with an entirely different thought process. So, so 2008 was different, COVID was different and, and in today's scenario, see what happened is that in 2008 financial services was a, there was a meltdown and overall recession in the economy. In, two, in, in During COVID, a lot of companies weren't, weren't uh, lost business completely. So it's an ecosystem, right? So travel shut completely so all of those those people lost jobs <coughs> ultimately it affects demand mm. everything gets affected in the whole ecosystem so a lot of people lost jobs and and as covid kind of ended everyone wanted to gain or cover for the lost ground of that year year and a half so they hired a lot of people left right and center whatever compensation they weren't bothered from a from a candidate standpoint also i i always tell people that you you'll have to be realistic and and don't lie to your own self that how much value are you adding to a company what is happening is that in a remote from in a remote work from home scenario someone from delhi was landing a job in chennai also in in bangalore in bombay in pune there were times people had 20 25 job offers in hand Oh, really? <laughs> People had that and wow. and uh, companies had resorted to giving the final compensation offer on the date of joining. So, jo mara mari ho gaya tha talent ka, it was not sustainable. It was a writing on the wall. So, see, agencies made, made a good amount of money that time and now most companies or almost all companies are re-looking at their strategy. They, they hired a lot of people, now they are optimizing. This optimization will continue for the next quarter or so. Post that, they will, they will then be at a realistic situation that guys, this is our cost. 
these are our sales this is the amount of money that we are making and now how do we grow so they will start investing again and they'll start hiring again this current scenario is temporary and and a lot of people who unfortunately lost jobs have lost jobs uh, because they were they were slightly or, or highly paid compared to the market and ultimately everything is uh, everything comes down to the basics demand and supply uh, post covid the demand was very high the supply was low compensations went up now the demand is low supply is is increasing every day so compensations are correcting we'll find a middle path somewhere and then it'll be business as usual so how does you know with a uh, company like yours uh, i assume in this competitive space sort of you know differentiate uh, because um, there are many companies which i've seen you know which keeps coming up new and old which are there in this segment so and sort of the pricing model the structure is almost sort of fixed right in terms of uh, what i am aware of is like um, it's typically a month salaries or 8. something percent you know cpc or maybe payroll management companies doing you know not much lot of innovation can be done in this space sort of speak in terms of uh pricing so as a company uh, how do you sort of differentiate them? so ashish before i answer this question i would like to tell you a little about our current size and scale sure while going through the journey i i was only at i probably our third fourth year Okay. and uh, as on today we've got over 14 offices mm-hmm. we manage about 22000 people with about uh, over 16000 on our payrolls and then we have the government apprenticeship program uh-huh. and uh, we besides india we have an office in the uk we have an office in the us mm-hmm. we are uh, the go to agency for for indian companies uh, hiring talent overseas See, a, 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 an Indian brand that may be large in India may not be very well known in the international markets, and and for them to work with agencies in different locations becomes very very difficult for them. So so we help them out and uh, and we do a lot of that work for uh, for Indian companies. A lot of large, very very large business houses are are all customers. Now, <coughs> uh, can you can you repeat that question, Ashish? Sorry. uh yes uh, differentiation yes so so the differentiation in this field will will come will come only by your internal process uh when you said the the one month salary uh, the recruitment business is changing and it's becoming project based so we are today going to a customer and and asking for a guaranteed number of roles and we are discounting and in terms of uh, the the staffing business which is the volume business it's your capability to recruit that that really sets you apart everything else is uh, can be copied so i i always tell everyone in compliance there's no 101 there's no 99 you can either be compliant or you're non compliant now staffing is one part is compliance where everyone has to be 100% if you're if you're below 100 you are non compliant that's just not acceptable second there is a fair amount of technology ashish that's coming in uh, especially in the staffing business which is which is becoming a differentiator we have uh, 
we have our own uh, software that we offer to our customers which has uh, which has insights on on uh, on trends within the people that we've deployed for them uh, compensation changes we through our app uh, through our mobile application we give an a, a very very strong attendance tool which has uh, which has geofencing geo tracking uh, biometric attendance uh, in today's day and age, onboarding of a of a new candidate has become completely digital. We do it through the app. They they upload their documents. There's no need of a physical exchange. Uh, banking has become much easier. So technology is of course playing a role, and uh, and it's it's a lot like how banking was in the past and and is today. Agencies that don't come up with the right amount of technologies will just not be able to fetch work in the future. So tech is playing a part and ultimately in the recruitment business, it's your own capability to recruit. Like I said, it's an art. So, so we, we as an organization also believe that it's critical to train people. So we spend a lot of time in training our internal resources. Whoever we hire, we train them very, very well. We just don't put them on the floor. And if we are hiring experienced talent also, we first understand what they know, what are their, what is their thought process. We let them try out that thought process in our organization. If it is better than ours, we adopt or we adapt that, uh, that thought process. If we feel it's not better than ours, then we make them unlearn that thought process and we instill our values and our thought processes uh, within that talent. I think that's, that's what set us apart as a, as an organization always. So Vidur, when you were um, telling about scale, so one question which came in my head is duration. When did you felt key, you know, this is the big milestone, you know, now the business is expanding or this was my biggest order, you know, or, you know, uh, which, you know, made you feel good in terms of now we are scaling, you know, now we have arrived. So, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. no, I'll, I'll give you an example. It's in our in our fourth month, we we recruited a candidate for a tech customer of ours, and our payout at that time for that that candidate was going to be in the range of I think two and a half lakhs or something. It was a lot of money if you look at if you look at it for pure play college kids, hmm. and uh, this person just just before the date of uh, of his joining one day before his joining day date stopped responding okay. we went to his house <laughs> <laughs> we went to his house and we said what happened he said i'm not i'm not answering my calls because i don't want to join that we it, we were new to the field it's a common instance in india where people don't want to join they just stop taking calls they don't face it and say i'm not going to be joining yeah so but then that was that is what showed us that there is a possibility of making big money also. So that was our start of thinking about this business in a large way. And and typically when we started now our, our, our milestones were, were slightly smaller. As we keep growing, our the the yardstick keeps changing, Ashish. Uh, when we when we got our first staffing customer and we reached 500 people, we thought we've arrived. Then we reached 1,000 people, we thought we've arrived. Then when we reached 5,000 people, then again we thought that we've arrived. Let's let's party. 
फिर वो दस हजार हो गया फिर पंद्रह हो गया नाउ वी आर सेटिंग आर आईज एट एट हंड्रेड थाउजेंड पीपल विद एन अल्टीमेट एम ऑफ बींग ओवर अ मिलियन सो सो राइट नाउ दैट मिलियन इज अल्टीमेट मे बी आई बी टॉकिंग टू यू फाइव सेवन ईयर्स डाउन द लाइन एंड टॉकिंग टू यू अबाउट टेन मिलियन Yeah, we want to have a crore people on our payroll. So, so I think it's very, very important to keep changing your yardstick and and set targets which are which are both realistic and challenging to achieve. Day one, you cannot say that I want to be. Day one, you cannot say that I want to be a reliance. नहीं होगा. So, ठीक है. End aim है. Life का aim बना सकते हो उसको. But at at a, at an organizational level. you need to have a larger aim and then a mid term aim and then a short term aim so uh, very interestingly ashish we take our targets on the board uh, by on the board i mean it's on our at our reception in office we have this wall on which we write our targets and it's not it's not written written with a pen it's not written with a marker it's a printed flex sheet so so in our current office we moved in 2014 and we taken targets till 2025 and uh, and we are ahead and now uh, post the listing post our ipo we've decided that we are going to change the sheet and now print a new one and uh, and that's that's always been an approach with that that we've had when you take slightly realistic targets then you can take the target first and then make a strategy to achieve it true otherwise kya hota hai aap pehle strategy banate ho aur fir bolte ho ki yaar is strategy se hum itna achieve kar sakte hain so so that way we we challenge ourselves and we keep changing the yardstick i think that's that's what has kept us going as as entrepreneurs and if we another thing in an entrepreneur's journey ashish is that the day you are satisfied you will you'll mark your downfall what happens is that i have staff that needs to grow so my employees today are looking up to us as an organization for their growth they are depending on us for their growth now if i say that we are making x amount of money per year and we are fine with that now next year they're going to ask for an appraisal because they want growth so essentially if i don't grow i'll be cutting down on my profits true so so such is an entrepreneur's journey you have to keep fighting and and the day you say that uh, that that i'm i'm stopping you've had it it's a nice way to keep things you know at reception even if a customer walks in usko thoda प्रेशर है कि वे मीट करवा देते हैं इस टारगेट को आई थिंक इट्स 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 इंपॉर्टेंट टू कन्वे योर विजन एंड टारगेट टू पीपल एट द बेस लेवल लेट देम आल्सो स्टार्ट थिंकिंग बिग ना एब्सोल्युटली and and you talked about whether you mentioned about ipo so let's talk about in terms of you so you mentioned in 2008 you took you know uh, from your mother loan and your co-founder also had some made some profits from trading so what has been the fundraising journey if any you have done in the past and then we'll talk about the ipo so ashish honestly i had been trying to raise funds pehle okay uh, pre covid we tried to get some private equity 
okay. and uh, like i said every time we, th- we we thought we've achieved it we are there hmm. and uh, and the yardstick just kept changing the first time we went they said that are you your size is too small why don't you cross probably 50 crores and and then we'll talk okay. in terms of this top line that i'm talking about mm-hmm. we achieved 50 i went back to the same person he said the market change ho gaya kam se kam 100 to karna padega abhi hum ne 100 kar liya wapas gaye he says yaar listen the market has changed further abhi 200 minimum hai <laughs> so 200 kar liya He says, यार ऐसा है कि इस स्टेज पे ना अच्छा प्राइवेट इक्विटी नहीं आएगा दे आर लुकिंग फॉर अ लार्जर इन्वेस्टमेंट सो यार वाई डोंट यू रीच प्रोबेबली फाइव हंड्रेड ऑर्ड एंड देन वील टॉक स्पेंड एनी मोर टाइम ऑन दिस लेवी कीप माई हेड डाउन लेवी कीप वर्किंग एंड अपने आप इन्वेस्टर आ जाएगा सो सो वी बोथ जस्ट जस्ट कैप्ट वर्किंग एंड एंड देन वी वी वर टॉकिंग टू to private equity firms today's funds and and we realized that the SME route the SME IPO route can be a very very interesting route uh see with the private equity firms also if we were to raise money at a similar valuation they are the ones who would have got the profits now you are getting an opportunity to showcase your achievement with our current size and scale we have that that opportunity to grow at a very very brisk pace there are a lot of things on our side ashish we are still below 40 in terms of years in terms of age mm-hmm. both of us right. so we are still in our prime and and we can work very very hard we work hard we spend a lot of time towards office uh, that's our focus so day starts with thinking about work and ends with thinking about work so uh, so going through this route when you can have the public participate get shares if they make money you are creating a very very loyal uh, sort of a fan following to aap aapko logo ko paise banwa ke dene padenge that is that is our thought process so so uh, that's that's what prompted us to go on the sme exchange and uh, and and we were at a we were at a funny size ashish we were slightly large i would say for the sme exchange and and slightly small for uh, the main board okay so uh, hence this was the the largest ipo on the sme exchanges in india ever mm-hmm. so it was challenging the whole journey to find investors multiple meetings multiple uh, ट्रैवल्स सुबह सुबह का फ्लाइट लो अर्ली मॉर्निंग फ्लाइट टू बॉम्बे इवनिंग फ्लाइट टू चेन्नई देन नेक्स्ट डे होल डे मीटिंग देन इवनिंग फ्लाइट बैक टू ऑफिस देन यू कवर अप ऑन योर वर्क देन यू हैव पीपल कमिंग टू योर ऑफिस यू स्पेंडिंग टाइम एंड यू आर यू गिविंग दम अ ब्रीफ एंड अल्टीमेटली अगेन एंड अगेन यू हैव टू कीप कन्विंसिंग पीपल यू हैव टू टेल दम अलॉट अबाउट योर बिजनेस मॉडल and uh, and and tell them how you are actually making or creating value so it's it's uh, it's a great journey great learning because every time you meet an investor every person has a different thought process koi kehta aapka company ka ye cheez acha hai koi kehta ye cheez acha hai ye cheez kharab hai so so jo jo cheeze logo ne kharab boli all of those things we thought about ke 
can we improve on something can we improve on something and and we we took that as feedback and and started working on all of that as well so it's it's a it's a great great way of of learning a lot more about your business trust me ashish jab aap investor ke paas jaate ho na usko aapke business ke bare mein aapse zyada pata hota the questions that they asked the first few meetings the questions people were asking i was hmm. like yaar ye ratio to maine kabhi bhi nahi dekha ek baar calculate karke dekh <laughs> so what 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 was that sort of uh, do you then every day sort of after listing do you check the ipo uh, share price every day or most time not at all see we are uh, we are looking at a long term vision ashish the share price is a function of of demand and supply from the market it's really immaterial to me uh शेयर प्राइस लोगों के माइंड में होता है समवन मे थिंक यूर वर्थ दिस मार्ट समवन मे थिंक यूर वर्थ लेस समवन मे थिंक यूर वर्थ लॉट मोर सो वी डोंट लुक एट द शेयर प्राइस वी आर वी आर फोकस्ड ऑन डिलीवरिंग नंबर्स सी हम अपनी टीम को भी यही बोलते हैं यार एम फॉर एक्सेलेंस कॉम्पनसेशन भी आ जाएगा प्रॉफिट भी आ जाएगा सब कुछ हो जाएगा इंटरनली एज एन ऑर्गेनाइजेशन so aim for excellence and the money will follow and ye hamara day one se hi fund aa raha hai both me and siddharth yeah and how does sort of this you know ipo listing then sort of if you look at like post ipo you know help or change things in terms of access to capital or what all new opportunities or even new sort of you planned or your executive so ashish the the challenge in the hr services industry na mm-hmm. is that it's an extremely crowded space mm-hmm. so you have a lot of boutique firms you have uh, how do i put it there is a trust deficit okay customers have a very very large trust deficit on the agencies that they are working with so more than the fundraise the ipo was important to us from a branding standpoint the moment we come on to the public domain financials are available returns are available compliance is available details of of defaults in terms of compliance how how strong you are with your own internal processes what you are following what you are not following is all out in the public domain and and that really really helps us in getting getting the right customers on board and uh, and unfortunately in india a lot of times the thought process has been that we want to work with a multinational company and uh, and uh, in india they uh, a number of times they 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 say multinational is someone who's not headquartered in india we tell them that listen a multinational is someone who's got who's got presence in multiple countries that's about mm-hmm. it we are also a multinational correct ab listing ke baad kya hota hai na ke there is a very very big brand that comes attached to you ki ha yaar this company is there on the listed uh, space so mm-hmm. employees also feel safer koi hamare payroll pe aa raha hai koi contractor payroll pe aap ja rahe ho so they know yaar listed companies a system a process hai salary ka issue nahi aayega compliance ka issue nahi aayega and at the same time the customers are also very very convinced so it's a it's a huge impact in terms of branding understood yeah 
and 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 in terms of you know you said now there are targets since you are listed so do you plan to grow organically or and you mentioned there are a lot of boutique firms to acquire things also so ashish uh, we we only want to acquire technology okay uh there is no plan to acquire firms uh acquiring if we are able to find someone with with excellent technology that can help us uh, reduce our operating costs or can help us giving a better customer experience or a better candidate experience that is our focus we will not we will not acquire companies to grow inorganically that's not our focus it's it's much cheaper to build it it may take a little more time that's when i said that I, I, we are not looking at the stock price our focus is it's our our focus is a long term focus now we are we are sub 40 in terms of years of age we are competing against ourselves as as people we always challenge ourselves more than anyone else you can't you can't just say ki iska ye acha iska ye acha iska ye acha sabka circumstances alag hai actually it's very difficult to benchmark yourselves against one one competitor and when you look back uh, with the uh, for last um, 10 15 odd years whatever it has been you know back if you were to go back in time and say um, these are the things i would have done differently what would that be ashish honestly no regrets yeah <laughs> seriously क्या होता है कि नंबर ऑफ टाइम वी डू थिंक दैट वी कुड हैव स्टार्टेड दिस वर्टिकल पहले वी कुड हैव डन समथिंग एल्स पहले बट बट हु नोज व्हाट वुड हैव हैपेंड आफ्टर वी स्टार्टेड इट सी देर वाज अ व्हेन वी वर वी वर स्ट्रेट आउट ऑफ कॉलेज ना वी थॉट आइडिया इज व्हाट मैटर्स द आइडिया इज व्हाट मैटर्स नो इट इज द एग्जीक्यूशन दैट मैटर्स it's not about starting something it's about running something profitably so so and and that is where we we came to a conclusion of no regrets we don't know how the execution would have been see everyone's got ideas right sabko pata hai ki aap ye bhi kar sakte ho wo bhi kar sakte ho why not build something to do this why not build something to do that it is execution how do you build it how do you build the product or service make it profitable scale it up there may be an idea which is a very very high profit making idea you get into paintings for that matter you can make a lot of money but how do you scale it up because the moment you're doing it commercially your painting loses value mm. so so every every business every step will have a positive and a negative and an opportunity so i i feel one should one should thank god that uh, that you've been put on the right path and live life without regrets there shouldn't be a regret because you don't know how how it would have worked out awesome 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 thanks a ton vidul for being so candid and sharing very fascinating journey Uh, Thank you, anything Ashish. you Pleasure. want to share with our listeners? Anything which we may have missed? Um, nothing, comments? nothing, Ashish. I've I've covered everything. I think good chat. Awesome. Thank you so much, Vidur. It was really fascinating to hear you and see you spoke your mind. So that's always very much welcome. Pleasure, Ashish. Looking forward.